Hey everybody, welcome to the uh, City Rev Life podcast. My name is Craig, I'm one of the pastors here at City Rev Church. I'm here with Josh, Hello. one of the pastors here yes. at our church, and uh, we are talking about reality reality tv, TV. reality television what's your, baby. what's your favorite reality tv show John? uh obviously keeping up with the kardashians keeping up with the kardashians yeah i would say survivor Ooh. i watched now i'm first... embarrassed by my my answer right my my answer is better yeah i sure. watched the first couple of seasons of survivor mm. and it was like the biggest show in tv and then i dropped out for like 20, 20 25 seasons, seasons <laughs> like that and then i came They've back got to be on it like 25 30 seasons i mean they're like right? they do like it's been two going a year, on for a long time and it's been like 20 something yeah yeah like, so then i did the all star season that was oh, great and okay it, those russell, are usually good russell was on did you watch any survivor no oh, i well russell i watched one really season good. recently okay my wife and i we and actually we kind of enjoyed it it was great it was a great show i really liked yeah, it and i'm joking for the record about keeping yeah. up with the kardashians uh-huh. not really my sure. speed okay um okay. big brother on the other hand mm, you ever watched that i watched a season of that a long time ago it's another one's been going on forever yeah. of course yeah. a, a lot of reality tv i feel like blew up over covid because yeah. they stopped filming a lot of like the yeah. the typical shows and they started switching over and doubling down on reality TV. It's cheaper, easier but, to make. Yeah, but I Big feel like Brother it was really Man big, is awesome. I feel like it was really big like in the early 2000s, right? That's when reality TV kind of kicked Yo, off. For sure. Kind of the, and then it's been for sure. a staple since then. Yeah. I also yeah. really like, you know, the, um, we don't call it reality, we call them docudramas. Oh. You watch like the, there's like the one murder on like, mysteries. F1. No, there's like one on F1. There's one on like uh, F1 racing. There's one oh, on like yes. uh, golf. Yep. Even like the even like hard knocks. It's like we don't call it a reality TV show. It's like yeah, a that's drama, like that's like a guy's drama, right? Right. There. It's like yeah. yeah, but it's everywhere. It's like a guy soap opera. Yeah, it's super popular. <laughs> everywhere you turn has some elements of reality TV. It's definitely shaped yes our world, shaped our I culture. I think it might speak towards our culture's desire for authenticity. Mm. And that reality TV kind of plays into that a little bit sure. in some ways, you know, because TV, as enjoyable, as entertaining as it can be, it's still TV. We know it and feel that it's fake, but yeah. reality TV, like that feels more real because it it's makes like you feel like you're people peek, being peek people. Right. Yeah. yeah. So I don't watch a lot of reality TV. I think it's, I, I, I'm drawn more to the game shows from time to time. Like, mm. Big Brother, I mentioned because I I enjoy that because there's a lot of like deceit and and people like lying to each other and cheating on each other to try to sure. to win a bunch of money. You know, sure. I it's, that's what i my entertainment. That's it. It's man. sad, but it's it's very entertaining for me because I'm competitive <laughs> and uh, it's it's very manipulative. It's it's horrible. So do you kind of put those in different camps than like the game show reality TV? In my mind, and... I feel like it is. So but it, I don't think it is okay. technically genre wise. Yeah. But in my mind, for some reason, it is. So and, when we're talking today, we're talking about reality tv and the big question is should a christian watch reality tv what kind of examples like what are we thinking about what kind of reality tv are we talking i think we're thinking of the survivors and the big brothers i think we're probably thinking of the bachelor and the bachelorette and oh yeah they're huge bachelor uh the summer one uh, paradise i think it's called Mm -hmm. um you've got it's exploded recently you got love is blind on netflix you've got blind um the circle the circle, I watched the circle and that, uh, over COVID. I saw the trailer of it. Yeah, the it's, social it's media pure one. Reality TV. Yeah, yeah, that, that seems someone like someone pretended to be a guy from NSYNC and tried to win <laughs> the whole thing. Yeah, it was great. That's funny. So you're trying to like, what is that word? Um, catfish. Uh, catfish. Yeah, they're trying to win. Yeah, trying to catfish people. Yeah, 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 oh. yeah. yeah, I think my wife watched that actually yeah. as well. So I think that like it's a pretty large genre. Mm-hmm. I think it's fair for us to throw all of that under the same one. Okay. Right. Yeah. Sure. So reality TV is like not. Not like traditional scripted television. Right. Okay. All right. I think people's 
hesitation with it and maybe the where the question comes in Christian circles and within the church is because it feels more real um, and people are portraying things that are obviously not healthy mm-hmm. oftentimes or even sinful like big brother deceits yeah. and lying and cheating yeah. and stealing you know it's portraying all these things I think people have that question like right. is that wrong any more wrong or less wrong than a normal tv show that we might watch on entertainment on on a regular i think that that's probably where that question comes from because it's more like about and then when you think about keeping up with the kardashians it's more about like the drama and the gossip and that kind of part of it so it's just it's about the subject matter yeah they're displaying immorality gossip like you said materialism at in some cases, in most cases, because it's reality TV, at yeah. their extremes. Right, sure. Yeah, so yeah. it's like what we might struggle with, oh, that's so nice. They're struggling with the same things we struggle with, but it's like times 10, right, and they then they, they it take up. it times 10, yeah. right? Because that's drama. Yeah. That's entertaining at yeah. that point. And so, yeah, I think that that's where the question comes from, and I think it's a fair question, um, especially because you look at Scripture, and there's no Bible verse that says thou shall not watch reality reality TV or reality TV is safe and enjoyable for right. all. You know, there's it's nothing unaddressed like that. in scripture. Yeah, yeah. Probably because it's more of a modern invention. Yeah. Right. But the, 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 the sin is the same. Um, the questions are the same throughout all history. Yeah. And so the Bible does speak to it. Um, and not the way we might expect it's not. Um, and so I think of verses like, uh, first Corinthians 10 31. Mm-hmm. So whether you eat or drink, do all for the glory of God. Sure. I think that's a good starting place. Okay. A good foundational verse. All right. We're supposed to do whatever we possibly can with whatever we have around us mm-hmm. to glorify and honor God. Right. Do you agree with that? Do you think like that's a good place yeah. to start? I mean, I obviously even, we're going to go from there. Yeah. But I can but, even think that being like, you know, whatever you eat or drink, not to, not to take that too much out of context. Right. But if we think about like, what do we consume? Right. And we mm-hmm. use that same word for mm-hmm. watching TV right, as consumers. Right. So really, what do we take part in and what do we, right. Cause the, the context of that verse, whatever you eat or drink, it was about like, Hey, there are people giving food to idols. To idols. Yep. Can I eat this food as a Christian because it's it been was, offered to an idol? Like it it's a, a tainted food. Yes. And so we're, so this is similar concepts, right? Like there's yep. like bad stuff like in this show, but yep. can I take part? Can I drive? I think that's pretty fair. No, I think, yeah. I think that's a, that's great to bring up the context of it because um, there were new Christians struggling with this. There were Christians that formerly worshiped idols where they would bring meat to sacrifice for these idols. And then they would take it once they were done to the markets and sell it. Yeah. Now they just repented and believed on Jesus Christ as their Lord and savior. They're now Christians or followers of Jesus. And they're, they know where that meat had been. Yeah. And so they're like, okay, we shouldn't eat that. But the the seasoned Christians that probably on average weren't worshiping that idol before, yeah. they looked at that and they're like, no, it's just meat. We know that's just a statue. It's fine for us to eat that meat. Yeah. And it became this contention between these two groups of people. That's a very interesting kind of framework to work from when it comes to reality TV and what we consume. I like that. Mm-hmm. I like that. So when you when you study more into it and you try to apply that to modern day mm-hmm. and to reality TV. What do you, what do you pull from? What principles can guide us? Well, I think there's, there's two facts that the Bible lays out for us when it comes to interacting with things like reality TV, like our world around us in general, that it can affect us mm-hmm. whether we realize it or not. It can, that's, that's just fact. We are influenced by the things around us and the things that we expose ourselves to. It can not, it will, but it can. Sure. 
So we have to be mindful of that at all times. But then I think the second fact that we're given scripture wise is that it will affect us if we consume it in an extreme level. Okay. Sure. So if we overindulge, if we uh, are gluttonous, mm-hmm. that, is that the word gluttonous? Mm-hmm. We are gluttonous towards reality TV, or if we're gluttonous towards anything in our world that it throws at us, um, consumerism, right? Our world today, mm-hmm. whatever you want, you can have and you can have in excess. Mm-hmm. If we're gluttonous towards these things, it will affect us. That's sure. just a fact of the matter. It's a biblical principle laid out for us. So, so maybe what you're proposing then is um, to be cautious, right? Almost like how we'd approach anything, to be cautious sure. of the amount that we take in and to try to be self-aware of how it's, how it's affecting us. I would say so. Okay. I would say so. And then I think there's also an element of being mindful of the people around us, yeah. like the, the yeah. meat example in yeah. 1 Corinthians. Um, we're mindful of ourselves and we're mindful of those around us. Another word verse I want to throw out there um, is Philippians 4, 8 through 9. Okay. This is Paul kind of laying it out for the Church of Philippi on what they should set their minds on. He says, Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. Mm. What you have learned and received and heard and seen in me practice these things and the God of peace will be with you. Yeah. It's very plain and clearly laid out for us. That's what we're supposed to focus on. That's where our minds should be set. That's the lens in which we should view this world. However, going back again to first Corinthians in the midst of that whole, should I eat the meat? Should I not eat the meat? Uh, debate. First Corinthians six twelve says all things are lawful for me, yeah. but not all things are helpful. All things are lawful for me, but I will not be dominated or brought under the power of by anything. Sure. What's Paul saying there? He's saying we're not we're now under the new covenant, the new law, right? Where, where Jesus fulfilled the law. We're now in the age of grace. Everything is permissible. Everything is now lawful for me. But he gives a few caveats there, right? Not all things are helpful. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't want to be dominated or brought under the power of anything. Sure. That's wise. Yeah. So I'm free in Jesus. Yep. I can I can eat the meat sacrificed to idols. I can partake in the world mm-hmm. in a way um, responsibly with wisdom mm-hmm. and do that with a clean conscience, right? I think kind of what Paul's getting at is our world is broken and sinful. Mm-hmm. And so really, like, if we take it to the extremes again, right, like, if everything is lawful or, you know, everything's permissible for me, uh, but not everything is beneficial for mm-hmm. me, then, you know, really maybe we're thinking maybe what I should be doing is just focusing on the Lord 24-7. Like, sure, yeah. I mean, maybe an ideal state, right? Like, I'm just praying and reading my Bible and I'm with the church, but but it's also there we have to function in this world. We have to live here. We have to live here. And so the... the and Jesus' words were to live in this world, but not of it. Yeah, and so the hard part for me then, right, it kind of leads me more to maybe take a more cautious approach then is, you know, the the people had to eat. Like, they had right. to eat. I mean, I guess they didn't have to eat meat, but they had to eat. Right. Whereas we're talking about reality TV. It's like, I don't have to That's true. watch reality. Yeah. I don't have to watch TV. I don't, you yeah. know, like, so how do we balance that out of really just even in a greater context of our, how we uh, participate in entertainment? Well, they didn't have to eat the meat either. Yeah. 
I'm sure uh, I, I, I've read before historically that the meat was actually cheaper because yeah. it had been sacrificed to idols. So that was the temptation there, you know, and, and obviously people enjoy a good steak, yeah. right? Who doesn't? I mean, I, I would love a good steak at all times. Yeah. Um, I think it's what Paul is, is getting at here because you're right. It kind of, it, he at one point brings you to this end of the spectrum and then at another, it feels like you were being thrown to the other side. Yeah. So it's like, what's right? Yeah. I think Paul is saying, hey, you need to take that up with the Lord personally, mm. that it's a matter of personal conviction. Mm-hmm. But when you are identifying those personal convictions that the Lord is putting on your heart, please take into mind the people around you. Okay. I think that that's what he's getting at. Do you agree with that? Do you think that's a fair statement? Yeah. I would say that we would have to assume then that... Um, it's okay for us as Christians yeah. to pursue entertainment, yep. which I think we would agree on, right? Entertainment oh, yeah. provides yeah. rest and relaxation. and There's nothing wrong with entertainment. It, and God created it. Yeah, it's a good right? thing. It's a thing it's a, it's, it exists for a reason. Yeah, and then we'd have to accept that it's a it's okay for a Christian mm-hmm. to watch TV in general, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and then you could take that next step and say, okay, it's okay to watch reality TV, mm-hmm. but it has to be... Um, really brought to the Lord and say, okay, is this something that the Spirit leads you to say, this is all right for me to handle Mm. and to consider how you approach other people? Yeah, it kind of thinks like what comes to mind is like the way that I feel like most Christians would approach, most mature Christians would approach um, uh, smoking or or drinking, like smoking cigarettes or It is a very similar thing. I wouldn't say it's as severe. Yeah, it's not as severe, but but it's a similar concept, right? Of like, you know, some Christians be like, hey, it's wrong for us to ever drink. And some Christians say, oh, no, I'm free to do this. And then Mm -hmm. I think every Christian would agree it would be mm-hmm. wrong for me to drink with an alcoholic mm-hmm. because, you know, I, I have to consider my brother, yeah. right? And so there's there's part of that uh, in the logic as well. So I, yeah. yeah, it's interesting. I don't know how we would apply that then to, to reality TV all the way. I guess just taking that to the Lord in prayer and saying, hey. Yeah, and I think um, biblically we're, we're given these two, essentially they're laws about ourselves that yeah. it can affect us. And it will affect us if it's consumed in excess. Yeah. Like that is laid out to us biblically. You know, I, I've seen episodes of, of uh, Love is Blind um, before. My wife enjoys them from time to time as well. Um, and she has a group of friends that will watch it together. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. So I've seen snippets here and there. It can be entertaining. You know, I'm more like the, the personality that's going to be yelling at the TV sure. because it's so frustrating. Sure. It's like... At no point do I want my daughters behaving like this in the dating scene, you know, Um, but it's entertainment, you know, and so if I take it for what it is and I'm not allowing it to affect the way in which I want to teach my daughters how to date or to pursue marriage uh, one day, then, you know, I don't think that it was unhealthy for me to, to, to view it because I have a biblical worldview. I'm wanting to view relationships and marriage the way God would have me view it, and I'm just taking every thought captive, right? Another way that Paul puts it. And just as I'm taking it in, I'm, okay, that's not right. That's wrong. Um, just so, the the cautious consci- the caution there is, what if I didn't know that that was right or wrong and I didn't know better, right? Sure. So I'm, I'm looking at it from a biblical worldview, but not everyone does. And maybe some of my friends don't. And so then I invite them over and we all watch it together. Do I know where they're at? You know, and... and you can't go extreme with that because it's not all on us at all times. But as Christians, we want to be loving. We want to be kind and mindful of our friends and where they're at with their convictions. So I would think that would bring up two questions that would come to mind. Would mm-hmm. be one, would be how 
would I know, like if I'm a fan of reality TV and I'm watching reality TV, how mm. would I know I'm, I am watching too much and it is influencing me in a way that's bad? Mm. How would you kind of see that? I think there, you have to pray first mm-hmm. for a recognition of what's going on in your heart. That, that to me, you won't, you won't catch anything if you're not, you're not covering it in prayer. And then if you're, you know, I, I, I once had uh, a young adult who asked actually that same question. Okay. She was approaching a recent dating relationship in a very unhealthy way. Mm-hmm. And so I was able to draw the, the, the lines there for her and say, hey, do you think maybe you've been influenced by what the world has taught you and how to handle that and, and the way the world has taught you to think? And it just brought, it opened up her eyes. I think it felt like for the first time and she's like, yeah. I've never thought about that. Like to me, it was just entertainment and I'd watch it laughing like, oh, I, I would never do that. Yeah. And the next thing you know, she's doing it. Yeah. Um, and so I think we need to pray that we are, are, are very conscious over the way we're acting and the way that we're approaching situations and mindful of what we're taking in and what we're consuming. You know, I've, I've watched um, some war movies. This might be a little dramatic, but yeah. and I've, in the past I've watched war movies and I've noticed in my behavior more anger sure. after the fact. Sure. If I got like on a war movie binge, right. you know, anger was coming out of me more uh, naturally and frequently than normal. Yeah. Um, it's because I was watching it exhibited for so long. Does that say war movies are bad? No, I don't think so. But it's just we as Christians have got to be mindful of what we take in to yeah. our minds and and pray through what we're allowing work its way down into our hearts. That, the war movie example makes me think too, like uh, with reality TV or war movies or any sort of entertainment, mm-hmm. if we come to immerse ourselves in it and enjoy it so much, mm-hmm. where then hopefully we still are um, spending regular time in scripture and seeking mm-hmm. the things of the Lord. And then when we start to see those conflicts, right, between, all right, this is what the reality TV show portrays as a good relationship or the right way to act. And this yeah. is what scripture portrays or like a war movie. This is the way that um, the Bible says we are to, to act. And then this is what the war movie shows is the yeah. right way to act. When we start to then have like a, like a disgust or distaste for mm-hmm. what scripture presents and we start to think like, oh, that can't be right. Mm-hmm. Then I would say that's a warning signal of like, hey, if you're if you're questioning what the scripture says, yeah. then that'd be something. Maybe you're you're being too influenced by something else. So yeah. uh, I could see that being a good a good kind of barometer, a good gauge. The Bible calls us sheep for a reason. We're we're all sheep, and we're so easily swayed and, and influenced. Um, I was recently doing a puzzle with my yeah. my daughter, and it was like a she's two and a half, so it was a maybe a thirty. 50 at most piece wow, puzzle. That's pretty good. So it, well, I had to help her a lot. <laughs> sure. And I, I realized, man, it is, if I didn't have the picture of the finished puzzle, yeah, I don't know that I could do this. Like it would take me hours to figure yeah. this puzzle out because I I don't even know what I'm piecing together. Yeah. To me that that's what life is like. We're trying to piece a, a worldview together and how mm-hmm. we should view life. And the Bible is that picture. Sure. It gives us a picture of what, what is right and what is wrong. But the world, you know, it it throws, it tries to throw the picture of the puzzle out in the trash and give you a, a false picture of the puzzle. It tries to throw the wrong, like, puzzle pieces from another puzzle into right. the mix of your puzzle. Right. You know, it's like trying to completely skew your thinking and throw you off. And so as Christians, we have to come to any question we might have or any uh, anything we're wrestling with in life with the framework that... We want to know what the Bible says. Sure. We want to know what God would have us do because that's going to be the most healthy thing for us. Yeah, and I think the more we maybe study 
um, the life of Jesus and just what he was yeah. like, get to know his ways and who he yeah. was, then it becomes a little bit easier to identify and think like, okay, I just, I don't see that in his life. And mm-hmm. I see that in the lives of these people and what's, you know, what's missing here kind of can show you, okay, there's some separation. There's some differences. Yeah. I think yeah. the other, the other big question I thought of, and I don't know how to approach it is if we feel like it's okay for us to uh, enjoy these things. So say reality TV, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like it's okay. I feel like it's not influencing me. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's just purely entertainment. I've got a good gauge on it. It's not harmful. But I'm concerned about the people in my life. Like, I don't want to you know, lead them into sin or necessarily, like, influence them away from the Lord, right? So mm-hmm. so I I kind of withhold that, right? I don't, I don't watch these shows with my friends, right? Um, how do we get to the part, like, I think, I think the danger then would mm-hmm. then be seen as like, oh, Christian, you're being hypocritical. Mm-hmm. You're you're enjoying these things privately, mm-hmm. but you won't admit that you do them publicly. Like, mm-hmm. how do we avoid that hypocrisy oh, yeah. Yeah, or that good. element of like, oh, I'm hiding something yep. without glorifying it or endorsing it? Yep. Do you have any thoughts? I know it's a tough question. Do you have any no, thoughts I, on that? No, I think that's a great question. I think that's a trap that I've fallen into in my life at one point sure. too. You know, I, in high school, I, I grew up in the church. And so I, in high school um, ministry at our church, the I remember the pastor at one point saying, hey, I do not watch R-rated movies. Okay. I don't watch R-rated movies. Yeah. To, so for me as a student... Christ was too much for him. He just thought... That might have been the one exception. The Passion of Christ and, of course, probably the Patriot, right? Like, those are the <laughs> yeah. two exceptions. Braveheart, absolutely. I think you have to skip a couple scenes, yeah. but sure. that's an okay already. Yeah. But, yeah, that that was a line he drew. Sure. Now, for him, I I respect that. Yeah. yeah. You know, that if that's his the line he's drawing because he knows what his personal conviction is that, and so he knows what he he can and cannot take into his mind and that's he's admirable got, if that's from the spirit that's admirable. Yeah. yeah and it's like if, if you're someone that struggles with lust should yeah. you watch some of these you know the bachelor bachelorette maybe right. not from right. i've seen snippets before it's like okay it can be it can be dangerous and so maybe that's a line i draw too sure right um but then the problem with him saying that and the way in which he said it is it took i as a high schooler took it as oh it's must be wrong to watch yeah. r-rated movies yeah and so then i would watch you know, as I got older, a few already movies and I wouldn't tell anyone about it, Yeah, you know? Yeah. So I was, I was embarrassed. I yeah. even had shame in it. Yeah. Now we know that's not from the Lord. Yeah. Biblically, we were told there is no condemnation for those in Christ Jesus. So something's yeah. wrong there and it's clearly not from Jesus. That means it's coming from myself. Sure. And I think what that, what that is, is self-righteousness. Hmm. We have created a law mm-hmm. in our own minds Right, God didn't say don't watch R-rated movies. Mm-hmm. God didn't say don't watch or do watch reality TV. Mm-hmm. We did. We added to His law, and now there's no like like we are not perfect. We know that we could never live up to God's law, so we're never going to be able to live up and then some to our own laws that we create. Yeah. So we created a law that we are now feeling shame by. Yeah, and it's self righteousness that has worked its way into our hearts. So that's. That's wrong. Yeah. That's something that we have to uproot. That's that's something that we have created in our own lives that God would not want for us. Yeah, and I would think for you know that example, maybe others, as you're talking more, it's kind of bringing more clarity in my mind, hmm. is that the Bible talks a lot about maturity, like spiritual mm-hmm. maturity, right? Mm-hmm. And so for your youth, I mean, you were a teenager, and mm-hmm. this, this guy presumably had been following the Lord for a long time mm-hmm. and really you know, close walking with the Lord that he 
had maybe grown into that. I'm sure maybe at 13 he had different views. Sure. Right. Yeah. But he had maybe grown into that. And so in that sense, it would be almost like, uh, almost the flip side, right. Of mm-hmm. like, Hey, I'm not going to enjoy my freedom in front of you. It's almost the flip side of saying, Hey, I'm not going to, uh, show off my restraint in front of you either yeah. in a way, right. Like yeah. I'm not going to, that's almost like the religious leaders of Jesus time, right? Like you I'm going to like, you flipped it. Right, it's the like, same problem. You just yeah, flipped it. Yeah, I'm going to show off how holy I am. Yeah. And so you you almost need to be cautious of that as yep. well. And I guess it's it's complicated because that's kind of more of a of an issue of um, his heart and your heart too, right? Like I'm yeah. saying, hey, I, this is the way I approach this, but if you do it differently, you know, go to the Spirit, let the mm-hmm. Lord work on it, and maybe in time you'll get to the same place or maybe in time the Lord will take you down a different path. Yeah. And that's that's yeah, pretty hard to teach I think 13 year olds. Yeah. And I think it's the two sides like you're you're saying it perfectly that that's where we end up oftentimes when we have those personal convictions is two sides of the spectrum. It's like yeah. all right, I'm going to avoid it all at all cost. Yeah. Well, not only is that impossible, but that I would say is not even biblical sure. in most cases. We're supposed to live in the world but not of it. Like we can't just run away from everything because it just We'll create our own laws. We'll become legalistic. We'll be get, become self righteous. We'll it, it'll and it'll be we'll be hypocritical because it's yeah. impossible. Yeah, and it's the trap. And, that's the trap of asceticism, right? Like yes. Of why the yeah. Apostle Paul would warn against you know being like a monk in the desert by yourself mm-hmm. because sure you would be able to avoid more temptation, but you'd also mm-hmm. be avoiding a lot more people. And like we need to be in the world. Like it's yeah. a our faith is one that we need to be able to love God and love others. Like we need yeah. to be in with people in the world. So and, and we don't want to be Pharisaic. That's what yeah. the Pharisees were doing. Yeah. At one point they were judging people for spitting on the Sabbath. Right? That was a historical thing. They judging were, people for spitting on for the Sabbath. Spitting on the Sabbath. Why? Because it was like a work like Yeah, because the law was you do not work on the Sabbath. Yeah. And then that meant like you can't go outside and shovel the ground till yeah. the soil because yeah. that would be work on yeah. the Sabbath. And they decided if you were to spit, you're technically burrowing into the dirt mm. and therefore working on the Sabbath. That'd be hard. Be hard yeah. to live that you see way. How, you see how they got there now? Yeah, I do. Yeah, it's I mean, very logical. I'm kind of with them though. Like I don't think we should be spitting <laughs> on Sundays. We shouldn't Sundays, be spitting on Sundays, know, man. Like, like just, you got to be careful. Right. That's against yeah. the law. Yeah. And so that, that's what we do is we, we create laws based off maybe good intentions, maybe yeah. even what God yeah. would have for us. Um, we create laws off of that, and then we try to hold ourselves to the standard, which is crippling and yeah. shame-bearing, shame and then we start judging other people. We yeah. get legalistic and judge yeah. other people for things that aren't even laws. Yeah. But then the other side is to just, like Paul said, all things are lawful for me. I'm just going to go and do whatever I want. I'm going right. to go and just live my life and just partake, partake in everything in this world. And we know that's also not what God wants to have for us. God wants us to be people of conviction as we grow, um, to be mindful of those around us, the, our influence that we have as Christians towards people out in this world and towards people within our church. Um, and sometimes, too, it is it is healthy to show that we are free. Yeah, We do have liberty. And maybe it is you have friends over to watch a show, and it's like after the fact, you're like, okay, wow, that was... That was very wrong the yeah. way they handled that. Yeah. But we had fun just chilling and watching it yeah. together. You know, it's yeah. everyone's going to be different. Everyone's going to have personal convictions. Everyone's going to handle it differently, and that's okay. That's between them and the Lord. So it's it's not a sin. We wouldn't say it's a sin no. to watch reality TV. I would not. We, we would say that for some people it might be wise, and under the conviction of the Lord, to sure. 
to refrain yeah. and to not watch it. Mm-hmm. And so then we would say we should practice wisdom on who we would watch it with, sure. but then also show people a lot of grace that if they've come to a different decision yeah, about it, absolutely, that we show them a lot of love and grace and mm-hmm. say, hey, it's not my place to... To, to place my convictions onto you, yep. especially if my conviction has come from the spirit personally. Yeah, um, yeah, I think that's I think it's helpful. It's still muddy. Like the Christian life is murky in I, community, but I, I, think I like that's the helpful. word messy. Messy, uh, messy. Yeah. This yeah, yeah. just living in the world but not of it is a messy situation. Yeah. And I think that's shown in the Bible too. You look at and we don't have time to get into it now, but you look at the story of Daniel. You look at the story of Esther. Yeah. You look at the story yeah. of Nehemiah. Like the, these are people that were very much in the world, but seeking to honor God in it. And they were in a situation that is oftentimes far worse than the one we find ourselves in. So there it's, it's, it's very heavily discussed in the Bible and recognize that man, it is messy. And sometimes all we can do is drop down to our knees, spend time in prayer and say, God, how can I best honor you this? And what feels like an impossible situation? Yeah. That probably is the best advice we could give is just more time in prayer and more time to let the yeah. The Lord guide us yeah. and give us give us his direction in it. Especially in messy conversations like these. Yeah, yeah. All right, so I'm I'm okay to watch the next season of Survivor if I want to. I'll watch it with yeah, you. You want to come with I, me? I enjoy Survivor. All right. I enjoy Survivor. I'll watch it. We'll be fine. <laughs> well, hey, that's what we've got today. All we've got today for the City Rev Life podcast. Thank you for joining and uh, encourage you to subscribe and look forward to new episodes uh, next week. Thank you so much for listening to the City Rev Life podcast. Feel free to subscribe or leave a rate and review. If you want more content or additional resources, head to cityrev.org or download our app. We hope you have a great day.